Well, welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here with Ro and Brandon. And we are here to review the 10th in the Fast and the Furious series, Fast 10. Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by a vengeful son of a drug kingpin, Herman Reyes. Um, um, yeah, what did you, what'd you guys think? Oh, oh, I actually, you know, Ro, why don't you start? Because I already know where Brandon and I fall on this, so. Uh, we'll let you go. What do you think? I don't think that there's a critique that would be incorrect for this movie, but somehow I found that I just didn't care. <laughs> it's it's a hot mess. Um, it's like they're trying to refine their balance because they've gone so far over into the fantastical that they're trying to pull all those threads back together. Um, I don't know if everything was successful. But it was ridiculous. I'm slightly ashamed of how much knowledge I had and recall for things that had happened in previous movies without having had to have done a rerun or rewatch before this one. Um, I think I kind of feel like what's missing in the later movies that I feel like really, really was there in the previous movies. It's not just the, the director, it's the story and and how it's built and who who's really kind of the pivot or the centerpiece in the ensemble. And I find that Vin Diesel's character, Dom, was more compelling when everything wasn't revolving squarely around his wants, needs, desires, motivations, and feelings. When it was someone else's and then he was being applied according to his skill set. I feel like the story and the narrative were more compelling. Sorry, apparently, and I'll explain that. Um, but this movie is ridiculous. It's a mess. It's chaotic. But I didn't care, and I and I realized it's because these are my popcorn movies, and I don't really go for them for sense. And I think for me, the most enjoyable part of the movie was the fact that Jason Momoa has completely embraced just being a cartoon villain, come to life on screen, and spoofing and trolling himself and other versions of what people think he is or isn't or these people and characters how they're supposed to behave in these movies so i enjoyed it probably against my will that makes sense yeah so i uh i watched the i realized i hadn't watched the ninth one and that's when i also realized that i I'm just not going to, I, yeah, no, I, how can I put this? I know what everybody says. Oh, we don't come for the story. Oh, there's popcorn movies, but there's a clear line of when this franchise stopped being good, right? So I think we tend to forget there, there was a part here where this franchise, yes, it was ridiculous. Yes, it was just a popcorn film. But they actually tried with the story and things like that. Um, and I was saying this on Facebook. I know uh mentioned it to Brandon on his, on his Facebook. Uh, apparently, there's some guys that were leaving that were saying the same thing. And it kind of goes to what you were saying there, Ro. This franchise went completely off the rails once Paul Walker died. Because Dom was never supposed to be the Dom was never the center character. Once this franchise had to shift, and the character of Dom and therefore Vin Diesel became the centerpiece of this franchise. Because I remember it was what Paul Walker died at seven, so the end of seven was like, hmm, why does this film feel like it's kind of trash? And they ne- it never really got it back. Because the franchise, even as ridiculous as it got, was never supposed to be around Dom. And they run out of stories to tell. And you can also tell that for a film that's supposed to be about family, not trying to spoil too much, it's funny how it's a bunch of movies of, of Vin Diesel saying it's about family as he's not around the family as the story centers around just him being on screen by himself, screaming, what about family? Right, it's yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, there's. This, uh, I'll, I'll I'll even start pushing back on the fact that 
the action scenes are even good now because they're actually pretty trash in this film. Like, it's just it's not a good film. And to me, it wasn't even enjoyable at this point because they're clearly not even trying. But yet, they still kind of are because Vin Diesel thinks he can act in these kind of scenes. And he can act well enough when he tries, but in this film, he's not even trying. <clears throat> there was a scene in nine when I watched right before this when I realized it was like he's not even trying for a costume because they're in the middle of the fucking jungle and this motherfucker everybody else is kind of sorta in a you know dress for for that scene except for Dom who shows up in a white t-shirt with that big ass Jesus chain jeans and Tim's and I'm just like so nobody uh, what are we what are, what are we fucking doing right it's not. I'm sorry. I, I just, I get what everybody says. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. People are going to say, they're going to say they enjoy it. But like, this is just, it's just not good. <laughs> it's not good. And it's not even entertaining anymore. It's just there and ridiculous. And you're just like, sure. Okay. Not even in a, yes, that's awesome. It's more of a, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense, but really it doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's literally just because Vin Diesel said, okay, so make big explosions and that don't even look good, that are clearly heavily CGI'd out, out, out the ass. And yeah, just, I'm sorry. I, I know that's blasphemy for folks. You're going to watch it anyway. You're not going to, you're going to say you're not going to care. But most people can't even remember what happened in nine. The fact that I went and almost went into 10 and hadn't seen nine and, had I done that, I probably wouldn't have missed anything. It, it, it kind of sums it up right there. It's, it's, this is getting to the point of the Jurassic films for me, where it's, people are going to say they love them, they're going to say they're ridiculous, but they're not even trying anymore because they don't have to. So, Brandon, what did you think? I mean, so... I did not go into this film with any expectations other than I didn't finish nine. Like they sent me nine. I watched it for about 25 minutes. And then like Ava asked me a question and that question was a good enough reason for me not to have to return to that film because it was being dommed up and I'm not a Vin Diesel acting fan. Like that's not why I watched the film. Paul Walker was barely like a good actor. He was decent. He had always been decent. Okay. And Fast and Furious was his bag because he could be the best actor on screen in comparison to everyone else there, which made him more than decent in the franchise. And the films themselves were good and enjoyable. And they, they satisfied a niche for like racing films that really was not being satisfied. It's kind of the same way that video game films and superhero films were not being done with respect or care for the audience that was going to see. So the first fast film was like a legit, we just race in cars and we still in DVD players. And then they do too fast, too, too furious. And they bring Tyrese in. It's not a good film. Then they do Tokyo and people are like, well, this isn't as bad as too fast, but it's still not good. And then Justin Lin shows up and he fucking, I don't care what anybody says, he saves this whole fucking series. He comes in with four. He starts with three, actually. He comes in, does four, and then he does the best two in the fucking ten. He does five and he does six back to back. Like He just nails it, okay, as far as what we expect. We expect these on-screen characters that are just grandiose and also the commentary is really good. And it's funny, and you like everybody, even even Tyrese, kind of. And the action is all there. The fighting is all there. When they're not racing cars, they're fighting. When they're not fighting, they're racing cars. Like, and they're doing dope races. It's good. It's good action. It's good conversation. It's good with a group of friends. It is a good enough reason for you to leave your house to go to the movie theater. Anyone who is saying that they still enjoy these films to that degree, like. That's cool, but I want to. I want you to. I want y'all to be honest and stop saying that you don't care about the story and you don't care about this and you don't care about that. 
the films are just so ridiculous you'd go see them. No, y'all have just resigned resigned yourselves to the fact that this is a good enough reason for you to leave your house to go to the movie. That's that's it. It's not these films have to warrant any rewatch value whatsoever. Because if Marvel went this direction in quality, motherfuckers would be upset. Okay? Transformers went this direction, and motherfuckers jumped ship after the third film. Some people stayed, others jumped ship, and then y'all was happy with Bumblebee, which was okay. But Bumblebee was okay enough to be better than the other trash shit. With the Jurassic series, it's kind of the same thing. You watch the first one, the first two kind of fall in line, but they're bad, but they're not terrible. And then you get into the Chris Pratt version, and it's like, okay, some of us never return. It, like, I understand that people stay for this stuff because they're completionists or because it simply is just a good reason. It is a, 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 an anniversary-style reason for you to go to the movie theaters. I get that. That does not mean these films cannot be fucking critiqued. They're terrible right now. They're really bad. And it is after, it did start to happen after Walker, Walker died. Like, we watched Seven, and we were like, okay, this isn't Lynn, this is James Wan. It's not awful, but it's not the quality of Lynn. And then they just got worse, and they got worse, and it is because of, because, because of Vin Diesel. It is, this whole film is either him going, it's all family, you don't have family, you'd be a better person in the world if you had family, you could do more push-ups if you had family. And then when he's not on screen, Tyrese's big head ass is saying stuff like, Man, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know what trouble is coming, but we got to get back to Dom. And they said it in every scene he's not in. We got to get back to Dom. <laughs> they really Anybody know where that. Dom at? We got to get back to Dom, bro. Where's Dom? And then we literally cut back to Dom, and what is Dom talking about? Family. It's, it's the, comp- the, the, the one-liners and the commentary, the actual script for this film is atrocious. Like There are so many bad lines in this film that people just say because they had to read it. I said to Chris at one point, I hope they paid Captain Marvel a shit ton of money to say those terrible ass lines that she knew was terrible. But because she is Oscar, she's an Oscar actress, she was like, I'm going to deliver the shit out of these badass lines. And she does. Like, it, Jason Momoa is only, is only good, and I use good in quotation. He's only good in this film because the rest of it is so bad that when he's on screen, his whole Auntie Jack Sparrow thing he got going on is actually entertaining. And he has the best one-liners because of the way he portrays the character. They're bad, but his delivery is what sells them because he just got to be ridiculous. It, it Honestly, I, I wanted to walk out of this film because I had better things to do. I could have watched this on TV. Like, I had so many other better things to do than to sit in this film that doesn't even care about finishing its own fight scene. There are like fight scenes in this film that start and they just cut away from them. Or the fight scene choreography doesn't exist at all. Uh, you know, I know we're not supposed to spoil, but there's a fight between two characters in this film who are always around each other. And it is awful. It is awfully filmed. It is awfully carried out. I think they were slapping each other and I think it was supposed to be funny. But the way they edited it was so bad, I couldn't even tell. I mean, the editing in this film is, is actually trash. Like, the editing between scenes, the scenes, there's a whole thing, and it's not as well because everybody knows he's in the film. The whole thing with John Cena that we kept cutting to, you cut be- the transition between scenes never makes sense. Like, you'll just cut in between. And it's, it's also because this film was, and this franchise becomes so bloated, everybody wants screen time, and everybody wants to be in their little bu- bubble. But this is also where it's like, it feels like everybody wants screen time, but actually nobody, as much as they say family, nobody wants it. Uh, Vin Diesel doesn't want anybody sharing, sharing screen with him. So they have to work around that. And so you have this, this cut of these people jumping between scenes for no reason and things happen. Like there's at least four or five times when the, everybody in this film is split up doing other things. But it, it, it doesn't make sense. It didn't have to be that way. And it's just, the editing is just trash. It just is. And so you're jumping between different things. The film also just ends. And I understand that there's, I understand that there's, I understand that there's a, there, 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 you know, there might be two more of these, not just one now, because if Vin Diesel gets his way, there'll be two more of these. But here's the thing. We, 
we know how this works because we saw we, we saw Infinity War, right? So I you can end on a cliffhanger and be fine. This film doesn't end on a cliffhanger. It just ends, but because it's bad editing and it's a bad story. It's like television episode. It's, yeah, I've been saying <laughs> since we hit seven, they are taking a they are combining twenty three episodes of a season of a show into a two to three hour film. And they literally do that with this film. Like, it's not even a kind of did it. This could have been a whole season of one Fast and Furious show. And it was, this was the whole season in two and a half hours. It's insanely ridiculous. I even questioned Chris. I was like, I don't think that Jason Momoa and Vin Diesel actually shot any of this film together, except for like one scene. The way, the way they edited the scenes, I I, I was going to, I was going to, I was going, I, I was going to, uh, uh, push back on that, but then I thought about the way they edited the scenes, and I'm like, oh my god, you might be right. Even though there's scenes that when you put them together, they're in the same scene, they actually might not be they in the same scene. Really. No, I think I think they're possibly in the same place for this movie twice. Top. Yeah. But but I like for me, when I say that there is no critique about this movie that isn't valid, everything that you were saying is exactly what it is. It's like I think for me it was how how are we how how are y'all still doing this i mean like they have one moment in there where i guess there's supposed to be a character that is supposed to pull all of the storyline for you together and i was just like is that is that how you guys are trying to sell sell this 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 is this is how you guys are rewriting your own history this is what you're doing i'm like that's stupid and i think i just started counting stupid moments and or, but I think my first comment when I came out of the theater to the rep was, why wasn't this the last movie? There was no reason for them to drag this stuff pillar and post. And there are so many people, like you guys said, who wanted screen time that you started to feel like they were fighting not to be sidelined. And it was weird. But I don't know. I don't know that anyone, I don't even know if what you call what happened in this movie is editing, but I, I think it's two seasons that they tried to shove in one place. And that's what I mean. There's so much stuff and they've gone all over the place. It's kind, it's kind of like, they're like, okay, well, we got to bring everybody back for the end of the saga. So how do we do that? And it also felt like a lot of the people who were maybe making suggestions had never like actually been on a movie set. Was this shot during COVID? It feels like it had to have been because I don't, I don't know. Because the editing is, is so terrible. The the focus on who is getting screen time or the folks that are actually not the ones that can carry a movie. Like, I'm sorry, man. The amount of screen time that Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel get when and like again, this is always these are always like when we talk about that six, to me six is the height of the series. Six is when I was like, holy shit, this is actually Really good series, right? Go back and look at it. Everybody can sit there and goes, oh, no, they've never been good. Fucking lying. Fucking lying, right? It's still it's, people it's, used to shit on Tokyo Drift and Too Fast, Too Furious all the time. So there was some point where you motherfuckers could distinguish between yeah. what was good in right. this series and what was bad. So okay. I, always oh. go, I always go back to comparing to six, right? So the parts in six that don't work are what parts? The parts with Michelle Marriggs and, and Vin Diesel. Now, since then, those have become the the foundational pieces of everything, right? And it's just like I don't care about. I don't know it. who believes that relationship. But There's that's the problem. Nobody, nobody does. Uh, but it, it it is the centerpiece of the franchise now, right? And so when you build your franchise now around that, instead of the ensemble cast, instead of the other things, instead of around. I'm not gonna lie. The cars, the racing, the ridiculous actual things, to the point of now you've you've now jumped the shark on so much of that other shit with the the ridiculousness that now the characters in film are always making comments about it. It's like it doesn't it doesn't work anymore, right? Like it's not really. It's was this because because again I watched uh I, I watched nine. Oh, I can say this because I watched nine and ten. I'm always trying to for what I didn't spoil, but like. When in nine, when Ramsey is like, she doesn't know how to drive, and then they put her in that big truck that has a fucking stick shift, she's driving around. Now in this series, everything's fine. I'm like, come on, guys. Come on. Why would you even? It's like they're not even fucking trying. Like, what was the whole purpose of that if you're going to turn around and do this? 
And now I will say this. I also now compare this series to another series that's full of action that um, uh, uh, is just ridiculous, just over the top, had had a, uh, that, that shifted its focus from where it was supposed to be at to where it's at now, just dropped the trailer. If you want to know where I, I, I compare this to, Mission Impossible. Another series that, that, that shifted its focus from what it was, what it started off with those first couple films, shifted its focus to now has reached its top peak, continuously doing over-the-top things, but those films haven't even peaked yet because they still center around the things that, that, that matter the most. What? Well, Tom Cruise, right? That's the character that we center around, and as they add other characters in, it's never lost that focus. This film has always has lost its focus. It just has. It's not just it, though. Like it's not just that it's centered around Tom Cruise. I think one of the biggest things that Fast Furious the franchise lost is any consequence. There is no mm-hmm. consequence. Yeah, that's all the thing too. So there's no suspense. Mm-hmm. Even in Mission Impossible films, Tom Cruise be getting fucked up, bro. And you'd be like, oh, I don't know if you're gonna make it. Like this, it, he he that, that that helicopter crash beat the shit out of him. Great. That doesn't happen in this film. There's literally fire in a car in this film and no one gets burned. With, with, with NOS. And nobody explodes. And no, there's no consequence. There's no payoff. And there's no reason or explanation for why they need to bring anyone back who we saw die. You know what? I, I, so here's something. I, I figured it out. I, fi- I figured there's it out. No reason for you to watch this film and have to be in like, that's one of the biggest things about action is the suspense of the action. If you don't have the suspense, it's just the scene. So I figured it it's, out. I figured it out. Cars and shit. Like it don't. This, also, I'm this, tired of having these films where people can't hear helicopters come. Here. How the fuck did y'all not hear that helicopter? Right. So, so I figured it out. Justin, Lin, Justin Lin left. Now I'm not I saying not, I'm not saying nine was great, but he left a week into production of ten. And so yeah, you, that's what happened. I don't remember that. Well, so again, I haven't been paying attention because honestly, eight and nine kind of hadn't really, really done it for me, right? And so I completely forgot about that. So that's also what happened. And I can't remember what was the the reason why Justin Lin left, but wasn't it because he was yeah, uh, uh, created disagreement between Lin and Diesel, right? And I, I knew I couldn't remember where I had heard that, and I and again, I just haven't. This is why, you know, because you, you, you can you fight with the person who saved your be, franchise because and, and see here and here's why here's why I I can I can I can feel that right because I'm looking at 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 nine. It feels like when Lynn came back, he realized, oh my god, you guys didn't take what I had, and he kind of jumped off. So there's moments in nine where there's a whole there's a whole ongoing th- uh, uh, thing that he's kind of making a joke of. With um, uh, through through Tyrese basically saying, "Oh, I guess we're superheroes now. We're we're invincible now, right?" And I can almost guarantee you that Vin Diesel didn't like that poking fun of that shit. And Vin Diesel wants to have, I, th- it's so fucking clear. So when people are saying, "Oh no, it's it's, it's just ridiculous," and I'm like, I, I I hate that because it's like you're missing the fact that there actually was a good thread here. Like you said, Justin Lin saved this fucking franchise when he came back, and and had that streak of films. Then it dropped off, and you started having these people come in and not understand, not to, not carry it on. He tried to come back, and it just was not a good time. You can tell in nine where there's tension between the director and what Vin Diesel wants. Right? We have already known this. We've seen this happen with when the Rock. Because remember, also one of the good things that came in for those series was bringing in you know the Rock. And you guys know how I feel about about Dwayne sometimes, but like. Dwayne in those in those other films was pretty good, right? When did all this stuff happen? Diesel, man. It just He kept trying to replace The Rock's character. Like, dude, there are if you if you showed me Fast Ten, and I think this is what kind of sums up the quality of these films now. And I don't listen, people are gonna listen to this like, oh, they're just nitpicking, they don't understand how to enjoy a film. Fuck you. Do you know how many films we go see and enjoy? We just talked about bullet time. Like it's the greatest thing ever. And it is an ensemble cast film of ridiculous in action. We just saw John wick three. Like it was fucking amazing. And we're here with it because those people still care about the franchise. I can honestly say I started watching the first 25, 30 minutes of Dungeons and dragon on Paramount plus today. And Michelle Rodriguez, I actually don't hate you when they don't give you lines. You act so oh, much yeah. better 
when you do things in silence and just like show that you are brooding like person not to be fucked with on screen that's your best role that's your bag so i'm watching those films and i can enjoy them if you were to show me fast 10 with all of these characters in it that we have fallen in love with throughout the series and including new characters and returning characters like if you show me this film and you went and i'd never seen a fast one before and you had been talking up the faster oh man wait till you see like ludicrous man he just like this hacking really cool suave like smooth dude wait till you see like you know han man like han is like the cool driver he can like talk to anybody gets all the women and wait till you see you know michelle rodriguez's character and wait till you see this character and that character if you were telling me that and then i went and saw this film i'd be like there is not enough time with any of those characters for you to convince me they were ever truly significantly important to this franchise no because because they i mean that that, but exactly what you're saying is like i think that's what i started i was like exactly how can you ruin what we like about everybody because that's what they do with this movie like this is not a good movie don't get me wrong i'm not saying this is a good movie i enjoy this movie probably for all the reasons that filmmakers and anybody else would be sad that you said that i watched your entire movie and i laughed i'm like 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 the whole scene whoever took over this movie thought it was a cartoon they took like there's so much rocky and bullwinkle shit in here especially that slap fight um the cameo in that scene more bugs bunny there was a review i think was consequence of one of them that said he was bugs bunny and i was like you know what he is they're not he's 100 percent. he's 100 percent. this is that's what it is like this is this is acne and that i think that's why i was like there's a fight scene in here um that shouldn't exist if you if you care about the story you talked about we haven't got much time we've got to do these things and then and and i'm like really this is just this is what it, somebody had a checklist of all the things that have ever worked or ever gotten um organic buzz on the internet about it okay so we have to have a fight scene between these two people because people like it when they fight so we got to get them together and, and we going to do that here but like narratively like all the circumstances for why those people might have the animus and the attitude they have for each other exist but there's no reason for what they do in this movie to happen when it happens how it happens or for the stated reason why it happens and i think that you could say that about every single appearance for every single person on the screen like they waste everything i was like is this what why 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 what are you doing at one point i was like so are or is there going to be another Hobbs and Shaw movie? And this movie was basically setting up a reason for us to have to deal with Hobbs and Shaw because I I need that. Um, but but a lot of it I I can I can I can see how this could be. It started out feeling one way at the beginning, or it, you can I almost would be curious to know in the final edit which scenes were directed by Justin versus what was done after Justin left. Because this movie doesn't feel like it has any order. And it's very weird to listen to somebody who's supposed to be um, from the Latin community, who's very New York, in L.A. And we don't talk. I'm like, what is, what is Rita Moreno doing here? Um, uh, what the fuck? They do things in this film just so they can get to the next scene. And I think that's what pissed me off even more. There's a scene with Michelle Rodriguez on a motorcycle. And she is doing every impossible stunt and trick on that motorcycle. I'm going to be quite honest. That might be one of the Justin Lin scenes where she's on this motorcycle riding through this city, right? And then, and then she just falls. That's like watching somebody do somersault for 15 straight minutes and then trip on a cartwheel. Are you serious? Like it, I watched that scene and I was like, oh, they just told her she had to get off the bike now. So we could set up this whole other thing. What the fuck is this? Like you, you couldn't even come up with a better reason for her not to be writing this anymore. Like this all the action we just did. You couldn't do any you couldn't come up with anything else. This is what you came up with. It's it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense, man. It's just like, and I know people are like, you're not supposed to think about those things. But I am supposed to think about the quality of the action scene when I'm watching the action scene. Like, I wish I would stop trying. Either it's going to be a dumb film with dope action scenes 
or it's going to be a film that actually cares about not being dumb and doesn't have a fifth in action scene every other scene. Like, y'all got to pick one, dog. I can't even be like, oh, yeah, it's it's half-ass commentary, half-ass action, uh, 250% Vin Diesel. But it's it's good to me. It's like, man, come I don't think you can walk out of this movie and say this movie is a good movie. I don't but I don't but but so I I come back to this all 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 the time because I think I've been saying this since seven. You you is is something different if they were never good, right? If they never had that streak of, I'll I'll even throw four in there, four, five, and six. If that was, I mean, because I I think that's when Les Lynn came back, right? So Justin Lynn was there for Tokyo, and then he came back for four. So Tokyo was the first one, right? So, because I say four, five, and six because four, five, and six to me is the trilogy that should have ended it because it's like it's the clear shift in the franchise and telling a unified story of of going forward they had. And if they ended at six, it would have been fine. They didn't decide to keep going because not realizing they had no other story to tell. Also, Paul Walker was gone, so the focus had to shift, and you can tell. Then you're like. Well, I didn't hate seven, but like it just got got a little weird at the end. And then these last three, you've seen it's like, oh, basically you're telling the same story over and over again, and just using it as a vehicle to introduce new characters to do the same thing, right? Because again, you go from introducing, you know, John Cena's character Jacob, who I still be like, motherfucker, did your father check the birth certificate? Like, did we? To paternity test, like how y'all related? Y'all don't even look close to how you a Toretta, like right? You go from that, right? That's the first. I always had that entire question in nine, even to the point of I think um, Terry Theron's character, even Cipher, she even kind of mentioned something about it, and nobody says anything. And I'm just like, wait, they not like y'all don't got the same mama, do you? Like, so there's that, and then he shows up again in in. And ten, and it's like a completely different thing. And I'm like, so now he's a joke. Like I don't, I, I just, it, it doesn't yes. make any. It, it, like, but they think they can get away with doing. They can, they think, they've always been able to get away with not keeping the line through the story, with introducing an action scene, right? An amazing action scene. Like fuck it, we don't care if that's Vin Diesel's brother, bro. Like if the latest motherfucker is driving cars. I'm like, this is it's just like this. We don't care. But now when they do that, it's it's the comedy element they're trying to lean on, which is bad because they don't write comedy well. So and they don't have people who deliver comedic lines well either. They're they just do, they just I mean Charlize Theron can deliver the hell out of a comedic Charlize line. Theron they just give her anomaly in this film no they, I was gonna say they just don't use her because that's another thing where you have to admit the move and the change that they try to do, the shift. Like putting saying, oh, you're in a world you guys are in over your head. You know, you came a high crew and now you go over here. All of those things could have worked, but they all require you to shift the pivot away from Dom. And once I realized that they were never going to ever, ever really try to fight to make this something more than what about me for this mechanic who's a good driver? Like, there's one moment in here in the third act or leading up to it, where they literally say at one point in time, okay, yeah, well, you forgot to take my car from me? Bruh, you know what? You made one mistake. Like, and and Chris, I'm going to have to push back. I mean, not on the brother thing, but, like, not pushing back, actually. That is definitely Dominic's son, because he and Dom do not change their wardrobe for at least 90 minutes of this film. Oh, like, the, Toretto the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the film with a fucking mechanic shirt on that says Toretto. Like, bro, you don't own no fucking shop no more, dog. Put <laughs> your name on your shirt, dog. And then and it's a full uniform. And then when he has to go start saving people, what is he wearing? A fucking mechanic uniform. Oh no, see, so, see, we mentioned this like during the film. See, it bro, it starts off, he starts off with the white t-shirt, right? That's his costume for most of the film. But when he gets serious, he takes the sleeves off and it becomes yep. a mechanic, the mechanic's vest with no undershirt on. With, his, with, 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 but don't forget the chain. Don't forget that, that family chain, right? That fucking chain, it, dog. It just, that fucking 7 Eleven 
$9.99 as it might be coke hidden in here, cruel intentions looking <laughs> fucking chain that they are carrying through this whole film like it has some type of magical power to it. Hey, it made her memory come back. Well, that's yeah. I, I, was, I was just about to say that's why that's the that's the worst part about it. People probably don't remember it. That's the only reason why they make a big deal about it because it's that chain that made uh, uh, Letty's memory come back. And so it's now we're stuck. It's the chain that he gave for the promise of the woman who he right. got killed so, in Rio. Yeah, so now, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So now it's, it's faith. 100% about the way Michelle Rodriguez is starting to look in these films. There's a certain way that she that she's supposed to look because of just her stature, demeanor, physique, everything, where she looks good. She, because they want her to be something she is not in these films. Mm-hmm. They try to dress her up a certain way. It is not becoming. It is not attractive. It does not look good. It doesn't fit the character either. Not look good. Well, but but that's, it, but that's the thing again. When you, about her when to you, make her a mom. That shit is weird. Jesus Christ. It's fucking weird, okay? When you... When you when, well, it's hard to be like when you're having... The, again, you're trying to have a tender, loving scene. And your mom looks like she hates you the entire time she's supposed to be trying to give you some love. That's he called me mommy, but yeah, your face says that you don't like the fact that he called you mommy. So I, I don't know what to do with this. If they were smart. They would have been able to spin that into one of the most amazing mom, child like state films right. we've seen. She's right. absolutely not a mom, but then she has motherly moments while doing these action scenes and saving people. Mm-hmm. But that would have required them to not sideline. Like, I know that, like, everything about this movie that's ever been interesting to me, any of the storylines, with the exception of Gal, because, no, has really kind of been rooted in what's coming in for the people and where the overlap is. And the interesting stories for me have always been the ones built around women. And it's always been a constant struggle for them either not to end up, you know, I don't know, getting sucked into a plane engine. Or no. in floating, in, but I'm just, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and what's funny is I knew who it was before they did the reveal. I was like, oh, oh so my did God. I. So oh did I. God. Like, oh look, there's no, that's why I said this movie is cartoonish. This for me is kind of, this is straight up an Acme film. Oh, and I think that's why, in, wait, but I think that's why I enjoyed it because I just decided that I was here to see exactly how villain cartoon smartish uh jason momoa was going to be and how he was going to act in every scene and i was like okay but i i 100 think that if you could go back and get them a minute a significant amount of the seeds that worked that didn't annoy me were all shot by justin and they probably all have jason in them uh, but because, I, I'd, even, I, I'd even go there though because when they introduce jason's character he's not this weird dude right and they, they i guess they kind of try to explain it a little bit away from there, but it's not like doesn't explain how he's acting in the film. To be perfectly honest, from when they introduce him, and to be fair, it's also much different than any other villain you have in this film. Who is usually the villains are usually pretty serious, and so I get it. it I, I don't hate it. I'm like, I guess at this point, if you're gonna ham it up and you're gonna make it campy, then fuck it, go full camp. So I'll give him that. And again, I don't you know, think there's any I, choice with what they asked him to say because his well, lines. Well, no, I, and I don't, and I don't blame right, so and, I, and I, and I don't blame I, him for that. I, and here's the thing: I don't blame him for that. The problem is, and and again, it's not a, a problem with what Momoa is doing. He's probably actually one of the more funnier things of this film, and probably one of the saving graces of this film. The problem is, it doesn't fit like everything else. It doesn't fit with the film, right? Because you have that the entire time he's doing this. You got you got Vin Diesel. Go back and watch it. I don't want to say go back and watch this film, but but when you watch watch the clips of the film, watch when watch when Vin Diesel walks around. He walks around with a closed fucking fist with his hands like the entire time. He's just flexing the entire time because he thinks that's what it is. And I'm like, you're walking around flexing this entire time. Meanwhile, Jason Momoa is over here just trying to Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, all these other characters are either. Fully embracing the the weirdness and the craziness of the film. Meanwhile, Vin Diesel over here acting. And again, go back and check my comments on all of these films since seven. We've always been saying, why is it everybody else seems to be having fun, but Vin Diesel's over here acting like this is an Oscar winning film, right? He's trying to right. act really hard as if this is a serious film, 
where everybody else, like, remember, remember when uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson flexed out of the fucking cast, right? You're like, huh, okay, fuck it, that's what we're doing. But then you look at, at, at Vin Diesel and you're like, but why are you acting like this is serious when everybody else is clearly not taking it serious? It's like you're trying to film two different films and it doesn't fucking work because there's supposed to be these emotional beats, but they don't happen because they're so surrounded by so many of ridiculous things. It takes me out of the fucking film. I get that some people are like, well, shut your brain off. It's hard to shut your brain off when this is like keeping me from shutting the brain off. And I'm like, I wish people stop saying that. That's just not. That's not how it. That's not how it works. Actually, shut your brain off is when you're like going to see something that you you're expecting it to be Oscar worthy, and it's actually just fun. It's dumb, silly fun, but it's done well. That's what shut your brain off is supposed to be for. Shut your brain off is not supposed to be for you watching shit on screen. And going away, I mean, it's shit, so I don't, I don't know, just shut my brain off. No, that's not, that's not what it's supposed to fucking be, man. Like, it's, it, you know what, I think another, I think something else that Justin Lin left them, and I, I kind of realized this when I was leaving the film, the reveal at the end that has to do with the villain, right, kind of should have, I kind of saw it coming, but it was, it was so much other shit going on that I was just like, I had questions that should have made me realize what was going on. But I think that story element, that reveal, that part is from Justin Lin. Because if you pay attention, like Chris is saying, to Jason Momoa's character versus Vin Diesel's character, they don't match. It doesn't make sense, right? You got, you got this stern face, just no charisma. This ball making these daddies, like, just old nigga comments to people throughout the whole film. You know, nobody could ever beat me in a race unless I let them. And then you have Jason Momoa, who is just, he, he, he is just all over the place. He's actually having fun. He, lighting up the screen. He's just bright. He's enthusiastic. He's charismatic. He's fucking funny. There's all this shit going on with him. But what he's doing, given what his character is like, doesn't make sense. It doesn't go together. It's like, hold on, bro. How did you have time to do all of this? Because, like, I think he tried to make it seem like he was Jack Sparrow mixed with the Riddler. Like, and it just doesn't work. Like, I'm sorry, dude. You can't. No, this isn't working because there is a point of seriousness and intelligence that comes from the Riddler character that while he is being bombastic and silly, you can see the dark shit going on around and that he has manipulated the whole situation. No. Jason Momoa's like manipulation is all everything just happened to perfectly fall in line. He didn't even know shit was gonna happen, and somehow he set them up, right? And it was like an instant setup, and it but doesn't I make sense that, until they but, do the reveal at the end. And I was like, boom, okay, this is how y'all gonna try to clean okay. this up. Okay, maybe it's because I didn't miss the reveal at the end. Um, like, like I, I agree with you. I think that was what the story was supposed to be, and why they rewound back into going to Rio because that's the entry point the only logical entry point that remained to do that of what they've got. I thought that was the story and I, that was pretty much my focus. I was like, okay, so you over here clearly with hypoxia, post hypoxia, <laughs> mm. but I, I, but I, I didn't miss that reveal. And I felt like, I'm like, you guys are taking a long time to basically get to the turn, the twist. Since we now know this is a quote unquote ending saga because Somebody has too much negotiating power at the table um, to drag shit out. But I didn't miss that. So I was waiting for it, maybe. And, and, and like, I was just like, look, I personally feel like Dom's child is stupid. Um, um, a, um, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, and like, but I didn't feel like anything didn't make sense. I just felt like someone went back through and watched all the different movies and pulled things. Well, we can use this. And they left this thread open and they went to open this door in this movie. And if we're going to really turn this into three movies, we can do all these things and set all these set pieces up and we can just jump back and forth between it. And I mean, you know, we can do a little bit of Abbott and Costello razzmatazz. Oh, hey, you know, maybe Ludacris won't notice that we've got him out here acting like, you know, a half a step and fetch if we let him actually physically fight somebody this time. And, you know, that all these, none of these pieces, I don't, I didn't think they were supposed to work. Like I walked out of the movie, so I'm like, I don't know why that movie wasn't the end. But I'm like, if you're gonna it, do all that, 
I hear what you say, but they literally do things they didn't have to do to drive the narrative and to get the plot right. going. For instance, I'm going to say this, and I'm, it, it's not really a reveal because it's some stupid shit they shouldn't have even done. There's a point where they take some characters' money. They take all of their money. They actually take all of their money, right? And this is supposed to have somehow be a, well, how do we get around the world? While literally these characters are still getting around the world, right? <laughs> it's like, how, how do we get to the next city? And they're crossing into the next city, right? They take all of their money, and then one of them goes, like, one of them is like, yeah, you know, we need to stay off the radar. But they took all of our digital currency. I'm like, how the fuck was y'all going to get money if all of it was, if you didn't have any hard cash anyway? If you're trying to hide from someone who can see everything you're doing technologically ludicrous, how the fuck were you going to get the money you had anyway? How are you going to access it? Right, but they weren't hiding anymore. They, they were still trying to hide. They definitely were. No, I meant to... as a crew. No, as a crew. Everybody was living above board lives. None of them were trying to hide. I really feel like this is one of those, oh, y'all. The no, 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 you're missing the, you're, no, no, bro, you're missing, no, no. We're talking about in the movie when, when they are literally trying to hide because of some, something going on. Oh, it, yeah, no, that, yeah. that was just They were going to spend the money, they were going to get, they were going to use their digital currency, bro, while they were trying to hide from people watching everything they did digitally. It didn't make any sense. And of course, this is when they bring Tyrese in to be a stable hoe. But not only do they do that with them, they didn't do it with John Cena's character, where all I kept thinking was, if y'all don't want to be seen, just go into the fucking woods. Do y'all not have a cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere? Just go there. I mean, apparently it's but in Portugal. You got to take a flight. They're, they're like, we, we've had, we know what God's eye is. And we're still going to do everything around cameras and shit. While, while pretending to hide. What? This, this yeah, is none, the- none, of the, none of those elements, none of those elements made sense. I, I, none of them. I didn't expect them to. I, 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 I've never expected a movie that was a Fast and Furious movie to make sense. Not even the first one. Um, I, I think 100% of what you're saying that you've, you've never, this series, this franchise started out with nothing with people who were serviceable actors and that they yes. were here because they could <clears throat> remember yes. that Joffrey was a selling point okay yes. this franchise yes. this franchise has held on to two things throughout the whole series cars in some capacity and little booty women because as we have progressed as a world into loving thick and beautiful women Fast and Furious will still give you a tight little itty bitty booty shoot at some point in the film and i'm like this they, they don't even realize they dated like it's the same jokers who yeah. was drinking 20 years ago is still trying to put this film together on Listen, the we all know where they retired now we know where and who they retired with now but like i, I excuse me sorry for the yingling people i didn't mean i met jagermeister that's Ooh, what the i mean. Jaeger. you really said yeah. they made a movie for the jaeger crowd and i can't dispute it I said I can't dispute it. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like they have this expectation that people like I was like how are you going to be more ridiculous than your own ridiculous? Like I need this movie to explain that to me. How how do you do that? What 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 is happening there? But I also realized like you said we have gotten more franchises that sit in this space that picked up the low-fi stories that hold together that fast threw away early in its franchise. So we now have more things to compare it to to say there's no reason for all this narrative confusion. You actually can have a storyline if you, I don't know, stop letting this one dude who really can't do anything except for really growl and does not know how to be a scene partner. You know what? You know, you know also hit me? I just realized something, too, in this. It also doesn't help that the brooding Dom is done better by Jack Reacher, dude, than Dom in this oh, film. God. So it's yeah. just, like, that's the other problem, too. It's like, he doesn't even have, he's getting out charisma at his own game by other folks in the film, that right? That's who that I, big motherfucker was. Yeah. I did not remember 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, he and plays he, Jack and Reacher. He knows who he is too. There's like yeah. the scene up in the favelas. But he, but that's, that's like, but, but that goes back to, to be your scene, but, mom. But, but that, and now but, it's not like, right. But that goes back to between <laughs> him, John Cena. Even I'll say even when you get Dwayne Johnson to actually show up, all three of them. This is why this is why Vin Diesel has a problem with them. All three of them can act circles around Vin Diesel, and so oh, then he adds Momoa as well. well so. And then you add in Momoa, who does you add in Momoa? So you got four people in here who can act circles around Vin Diesel, and it shows which is why you can't have them on the same screen as Vin Diesel. I go back and, and think about it too. It's like even though I had pro- with them, and, and even uh, remember, and I was thinking about it right. Even though I went back and I, and I had some issues with the way uh, Fast Seven ended, that was actually probably the last good one. And again, it's the last one they had Paul Walker in. And you can even go back and look at some of the reviews where people are like, this is a good send-off for the franchise. And what, what happened? Who was the driving force to keep behind it? Sure, there's the studio, but who was? Vin Diesel, right? So we kept on going past the point of when we were like, you ended here with that send-off. And so now it also becomes awkward in the film because everyone's going like, oh yeah, Brian's still alive. You know, Brian's over here doing this. Brian, and you're like, but we know he's not. And so you have family, but you're also not around the one guy who was sitting around. Just stop saying it, right? Maybe you should have literally left to drive off into the sunset and end there. That's what everyone was like. Well, you're going to come back for Fast 8? Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Here's why. The series ended at fat. The series ended at 7. It ended at seven. At this point, mm-hmm. it is literally just a cash grab at this point. And I get it. People are like, oh, okay, cool. Give your money for it. But I'm like, don't tell me that it was never a good series. Don't tell me these films were never good. They were. Bullshit. They were good. Yeah. This, these are not good now, but they were good. They also think they're still good, Chris. Like, this whole mm-hmm. turn your brain off, I guarantee y'all saying that shit, right? The people who are writing these films, that are adding shit like God's eye and then who gets it and how it gets used and how it gets transported and then turning ludicrous into a hacker while also putting, uh, um, uh, Oh my God, I can't think of the actress's name, but old girl from game of Thrones in here, putting her in there to also hack and do computer shit. If you think the people who are writing the dialogue and stuff for those scenes, don't want you to turn your brain off. No, they don't. They, they wouldn't put that much effort into that shit if they did. So it's like, it's, it, dude, come on. This is bullshit. You watching something on screen where they're explaining how they're about to do something and why they have to do it and the way it's going to work. And it's not them going, gooby gooby got bop, 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 drive cars. Goop-doop-doop-doop-bop, bop, space. Goop-doop-doop-bop, submarine. Like, they're not doing that. They're actually putting effort into making it make sense so they can continue to push the narrative along. And then y'all go into it and go, I don't know why y'all complaining about this stuff. Put the piggy brain on. Well, I mean, why am I following the story? I could just sit here with my with listening to music and just watch what's on screen and be satisfied, right? If you if you I, do I that, then you I just cut all the, the you cut all the extra scenes out and put them into a YouTube video and call it a fucking it's day. Like a but even if you but it, but even, but it, but even if you did that, those extra scenes wouldn't top. There's a again, not spoiler, but they pull. I won't go into spoilers, but. They go back and they show scenes from, uh, I guess it was five. And I was like, as ridiculous as that scene was, it Shit was good. It was actually good. Mm-hmm. And it was actually still kind of grounded. And I'm like, when you go back and look at that scene versus the scenes you see now, there's a drop off in the quality of them. I mean, it's just one of those things. And I'm just like, <sighs> it also never ends. Because they're trying to constantly top what they just did in real time. So, so there's literally that, that maze ball scene. It never ends. Mm-hmm. It never yeah. ends. But I feel some of this is you feel like the fight that's happening on the screen between the director and Ben Diesel. Like, because the guy who took over this movie knows how to do an action globetrotting movie. He did Now You See Me. He fucking knows how to do this. And I feel like there he's like, oh, we got to do this. We got to have him in here. And he's like, okay, so, you know, this is a set piece movie. I'm basically just supposed to set all the things that are supposed to be up because we're setting up for the franchise end and the end of the saga. Okay. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, but we got to have this in here. And he's like, why? And where am I supposed to put it? 
like a lot of this movie, like you guys both said earlier in this, you cut away from scenes too soon. They don't know how to end action scenes because there's really no point and way for them to end. It, things get meandering and go very oddly all over the place. You know, might feel a little incredible hulkish sometimes, which is also the same director, Louis Leder, um, Letier. But I think most of it, I never understood that I've never, you don't need to turn your brain off in this movie. Like, I'm not kidding what I said. I'm sitting here and I did not rewatch any of the Fast and Furious movies because honestly, I don't think I've ever rewatched a Fast movie or stopped to watch another Fast movie again, except for like maybe four or five. I've definitely watched five and six and Tokyo Drift more than 10, 15 times. Yeah, no, I meant just at this point. But yeah, no, like if I'm watching a movie again, it's, it's usually Tokyo Drift. Or it's five and six, or like maybe even the original one. one. Just one. Yeah, the original one. I want to see where it came from. But I don't. I'm like I'm pretty one. These are pretty. These are pretty one and done popcorn movies for me, and I do keep that in mind when I'm watching them now because I have to recognize that that's the level at where the movie is for me. So that's where the bar is set for me when I watch it at all. But the movie doesn't not make sense exactly for what you said. It's just all of the pieces that got put into this franchise that could have kept it fresh, that could have made it make sense that they went from being just this street crew to being this heist crew to having stumbled into this world where these bigger things were happening on a global area and they had to cut a deal to stay alive. They could have made all of that work as a basic narrative. With these other pieces that are coming on and like Cypher coming in and zero day exploits, all of those things all exist in this universe but it's very clear that the people who make these movies aren't allowed to do what they want with them. And, but it doesn't mean that they don't make sense. It doesn't mean that those elements aren't there. And you're right. I don't think there's a single writer who's going out here to make a logical global tracking device, a plot line, who expects you not to understand at the end of what's happening. And like, they even try to circle back and give us that moment in this movie. I'm like, it's too late for that. We needed her. Just, just like what Chris said, like what Chris was saying earlier with the Paul Walker thing. If you actually think about how all of these films came together, it was how all these characters came together. It was Paul. It was Brian. And the only reason that he could even transition from being a car racing crew stealing fucking DVD players to doing everything, to being, you know, F espionage and you know world hacking and all that bullshit the only reason they could do that is because brian had connections because brian was in the agency yes that was the only reason Mm -hmm. it worked it didn't make any fucking sense (laughs) that vin diesel was traveling to other countries and vin diesel had never left the hood dog that motherfucker was still fixing cars in the driveway his his dad raised in the house his dad raised him in like brian was the one that was in the agency that had been trained and had met all these people that was had been around the world and shit. It wasn't Dom. So the only person that Dom brought was Han. And that was because they did Tokyo. That's the only person. Well, again, you gotta remember, you gotta remember. You gotta remember Dom wasn't Dom Dom wasn't in in two. He only shows up at the very, very end of Cameo in three. Cameo in three. The -hmm. films were never about him. It was uh, Paul Walker was always the main character, and when he died after seven, you have to shift. And it's what are you gonna do? You're gonna take the guy who always served as kind of the number two in this, right? And the and the Brian was always the subtle. He was he was the the glue, the subtle. And again, not saying Paul Walker was the greatest actor, he wasn't. But for this, it was a perfect role for that because he served as the temperance he served as a way to like keep it level at some point once you get rid of that you then turn to the blunt instrument where it's just dom doing all these done things and he can only do one he only has one mode right you know it's the same move every time you know getting getting get into one of them old them cars turn the knobs up and keep going like that is that's his move there's nothing else there's no other subtlety to it. There's no planning. There's nothing else. That's, that's literally Dom's thing of keep your fist closed and punch your way out of it, right? That's the thing. Well, and so every single one of these movies. Like before 
Brian, it was Han. And what did they do with Han so early in the franchise? Right. So they shot themselves in the foot so, there too. So nothing. So nothing is there. And so, because that's the other thing too. Remember when when Justin? That's the other thing too, right? Because when Justin Lin does this, because it's six takes place before Tokyo Drift. So he even went. He even jumped ahead a little. Like, let me see. I can keep going on and on. And on. What would you guys give this film out of ten? Give a five. Um, a five. I give this shit a fucking three. Did your tires just barrel through a fucking concrete cylinder siding? Out of ten, what the fuck? What the fuck? But you had you had literally a foot and a half of room, sir, and you went over a wall. And you had to make the wall crush. Your tires are what crushed it, dude. There's a mo- there's a moment in that. So this is the other thing too, right? So you can say as you all you want about oh, it's always been racist. They always defy physics, but they also made sure when they shot these action scenes, they at least made sense in the rules that you set up. There's a scene in that in in that that action scene we we're talking about, like you said, when the tires on their car clearly blow out. And then the character keeps driving the car. There's no sparks or nothing. And it's back to, and then you go back and look at it. You're like, tires back to being normal. I'm like, so it's even that level of detail when you're seeing this where they forgot what they shot and they forgot what they showed and they've gone back now. I'm like, that's not about all we're saying bye to physics. You're now saying bye to basic details in your filming. Again, I'm totally fine with, with treating these motherfuckers like they're superheroes. And show have shit. Do a crossover. Have them show up in the DC films. I'm totally fine with that. I, that doesn't bother me. But what I'm going to ask for is the consistency, right? Give me the consistency of the of the action scenes. Give me the consistencies of whatever physics that you are having them defy. Fine, but keep that consistent, though, right? You have to set up the rules yeah. of this, right? Set the make the rules be the superhero rules, right? And say fuck it. That's what we're going for. Fine, I'm totally fine with going forward with that. But when you, you don't do that and you change it because, well, this scene calls for it, but the next scene won't, well, then now, what the fuck are we doing, man? The fuck are we doing? This isn't a payoff. When you, when you're yeah, watching, no, there's, there's no payoff in this movie. There's no payoff. Like it's, I don't care how many action scenes you have. What's, it, 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 really is, it really is like you, when you level up your character beyond the strength that they require to do to beat the hardest boss in the game. When you can literally one punch, that's the whole, like this whole film is one punch man. But like one punch man is actually interesting to watch because it's about how depressed you become when you become a person who has no consequence, right? And you're just all powerful. These films are like, nope, we're all powerful and it's amazing and somehow we're still in trouble. No, no, no you're not. Because you can get around the world without needing money. You're all powerful. Like y'all can do everything that y'all needed Brian to do without Brian. I'm not actually sure y'all paying homage to his character anymore. They're not. They're not. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the thing, right? As much as you talk about family, when you when you're talking about family, you're not even paying homage to 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 that. What are we doing, Rose? You say you were a five. Yeah, I'm five scrunchies. Okay. Five yeah. ways and reasons you can use a scrunchie, because that's really the only thing I was here for after a while. Yeah. I just again, people are gonna say, "Oh, you? y'all are." I'm a three. What are you? I'm a three. I'm a three. Somebody's got some live mic or something going on. Um, I'm sorry, Jason Statham apparently decided that um it doesn't matter if my phone was muted and started talking. It's really weird. Um, yeah. Oh, did you I just, tell I just... you what happened to him in this film after he packed up his bag and literally left, like I wanted to do? Again, it's just it's just the thing of you you try to realize it's like oh so we're just okay we're just doing things for this so yeah everything in this was a set piece what it was a set piece for I don't know when we'll find out but every single thing in this was a set piece this was not supposed to be a movie that you are here for this movie you were here for somebody who's been told to pull all rein everything back in tie all the fantastical back into some basic type narrative going forward and. Oh yeah, we're gonna have Brie Larson say, "See, I told you my my plan was um at the end 
and then we're going to fade to back. And like, oh, maybe if you could find a way to possibly set up for us to maybe go back to our spinoff franchise, that'd be great. This entire thing is just a set piece. Now, as a set piece setup, fine. That you're, you did your job. You did a good thing. And, you know, that's all you did. I just remember thinking there's a point where Dom is like, I'm bracing for them. And they're like, I'm giving you the option to pick someone to save. And I'm like, but why is this other person significant? I've never seen them before. Yo, yo. Later. Yo. You're yeah. gonna find out till later. So yeah. the whole scene makes no sense. It's done in the wrong in wrong order. Yeah. It's done completely it's, in right. the wrong order. Yeah. It's like I don't yeah. care about uh, here my whole thing was I don't care about either one of them, so neither. I was like, there's no payoff here either. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Well, but so there's all the whole but I mentioned this to you in the film too. And we'll just stop because we're just gonna go into spoilers. I was like, I didn't understand why the other two people were racing in the first place because it was supposed to be a race between no. Dom and somebody else. Right. So why do we? Yeah, so why do we? Have, so why do? So why do? There, so why are those other two people there if it's not for? What are we doing? Why? Why? So it's things like that. It's things like that where you're like, but that doesn't even make sense to what you're telling in the story of why. Okay. Fuck it. Okay. There's I, so many points where Dom is a terrible leader. Listen, just, are we doing spoilers? Are, are, is the second half? No, spoilers? we're not. No, because we'll do this. We'll do this another time. But I just, yeah. Like, bro, this film, man. The more, I, the more we talk about it, the, <laughs> the worse it gets. The worse it gets. I'm sorry, and I'm, I'm sorry. Folks are gonna be like, "Oh, y'all are just hating." It's not hating. Like this is just reality. It's like lie to yourselves that it's a good film. It's not a good film. You know. Hey, that. If y'all think I'm oh, hating, no. y'all let me know the last time y'all sat down and watched. Seven, eight, nine. Let me know when the last time it was you sat down and watched that. Let me know when it not, was the last and not, time. And not right be, not and not right before the next one came out, right? Like when you were just nope. sitting there going like, Oh yeah, and you just want to watch me some fast some fast eight, some fast nine. Send a picture of fast seven, eight, and nine on Blu-ray at your house. <laughs> not in the wrapping. Like I, you might have bought it on sale, but you ain't never opened that bitch. Y'all ain't watching these films, bro. Mm-mm. They don't lie to me. Y'all not watching them. Tom, we can let, let my brain go fly away, way away. Y'all ain't watching these films, dog. Don't yeah. play me. <laughs> I'm not, we not, we not about to. <sighs> Alright, there you guys have it. Our review for Fast 10. You're gonna see it anyway, so who the fuck cares? Uh, you can find those. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna so. be a big ass, it's gonna need to be a whole, put a whole lot of butter on that popcorn. You need something to keep you entertained. Yeah, so. Listen, I um, told you I had fun. It was stupid, and I had fun, and I just left yeah. it at that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to a theater just to do that. So, um, y'all and have fun with that shit. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, you can find the rest of our reviews, movie trailer reviews, uh, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. Um, we'll we'll come back for this for the spoiler review. Um, maybe sometime next week to talk about that. So, again, folks, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.